Welcome back to the Faith Awakens podcast. This is Father Tom Hennon, chaplain at St. Ambrose University. We're in the teens now. I think this is episode 13, so we're uh, really getting up there. A lot of content out there. So I'm um, always happy to join you, and as always, with me is my co-host. Uh, Megan Grady, student at St. Ambrose University. Um, yeah. Excited and joined to by a very oh, special yes. guest. We do have a guest today. I didn't even notice. Uh, uh-huh. Just kidding. Notice. Uh, today we have on my sister, Hannah, my twin sister, Hannah. Um, and I'll let her introduce herself a little bit. Hi, I'm Hannah, as stated. <laughs> I am Megan's twin sister, but I'm older by a minute, so I'm her older sister. Yeah, okay. A whole minute older. Yeah. Whole minute. You have, um, both what, of you have a similar voice, I have to say. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We don't, I mean, this is a podcast, so this is irrelevant, but we don't look alike, and I'm sure you no, can you really notice really that. No, you really don't. No. no. Um, but, yeah, Hannah's uh, a minute older, and uh, where do you go to school? Uh, I go to school at Bradley University, and you're majoring in electrical engineering. <laughs> All right. So, a lot harder than education, so. No, <laughs> education's hard. Okay. She yeah, says that to make me feel better. No, but you're hard in like, different ways. Applying yeah, the brain right. in different ways, but yes, that's true. On the other hand, there's a lot less math that you have to do now, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a lot more math that Hannah has to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, what do you want to do with an electrical engineering degree, Hannah? What's your What's your dream job? I would say either working for NASA or working for Disney World. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Both I places work- need electrical engineers. Yeah. Um, I wanted to work at Disney World so we can get in for free, but that's just me. Yeah. Or maybe uh, when we have Disney on the moon, uh, you can combine those loves and you can be, uh, <laughs> as soon as we colonize the moon, I'm sure oh it's God. happening. That's the next SpaceX adventure is Disney on the moon, but it is pretty exciting. They're having another, they're having another, uh, launch from the United States first since the space shuttle program, uh, kind of wound to a close here. So that was exciting news to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. We were Uh, in, we were in Florida at the beginning of the year and they were, it was like, we were there. We went to Kennedy space center on the day, right. That they had, um, Mm -hmm. the launch. So it it was cool. So uh, I have a important question for both of you. Um, you have both been to Disney recently, within the last few years, maybe, or like have you... within the year. We, we were there in January. You were there in yeah. January. Okay. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask about this is my uh, brother and sister-in-law, and my goddaughter, and my niece, and my sister, and um, and another uh, niece are planning on going to Disney in January of 2020. So, um, and so they're making a big deal of this and they're excited about it. Oh, I hear the dog in the background. Oh my God. So sorry. The, uh, the big question is what do I absolutely need to do there? And what is, what, what do I need to avoid or what's not worth the trouble? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that I'm so sorry. That's all right. Um, it's like it's like my dog's never heard, you know, a doorbell or our doorbell before. Yeah. Um I would say um fast passes 
are going to be your best friends. Like, uh, it's going to help you, like, not stand in line. Um, Mm -hmm. Because Disney is known for uh, a lot of things, but especially the different lines and the long lines that there are to get into um, places. Um, We went there. We went to Galaxy's Edge, which is the new Star Wars uh, land, and we got there really early. I have questions about this, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, which that whole area is just so amazing and so magical, uh, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at Galaxy's Edge, there's two rides. One is the what's the the Rise of Resistance, which is like a a very interactive ride. Um, Hannah didn't go on that one, and she yeah. regrets it. Uh, Hannah's not a huge roller coaster person. Yeah. Um, Next time, I would definitely try it. Yeah, because it's so cool. It's very interactive. You get on the ride, um, and then you get off it, and you walk through an area, and there's a ton of stormtroopers, like, everywhere. And the workers are, like, pretending to be, um, from, I don't know, like, Imperial Guards. Yeah, Imperial Guards. Uh-huh. So, like, they're, like, questioning you, and you're taking pictures. And they're, like, stop that. You're, like, under arrest, and it's very interactive. How do they not have little kids, like, kicking these stormtroopers in the shins all the time because they think that they're real? And, yeah. I don't, yeah, I've never seen any violence towards a stormtrooper. They do walk, like, it's it's funny because the stormtroopers will walk through the area and Kylo Ren, like, will walk through and he'll see a little kid dressed up as Rey or, like, I've seen a couple Kylo Rens and he'll go up to them and it's pretty cute. But then the (laughs) other ride is the... You get to ride, uh, well, you get to pilot the Millennium Falcon, and my dad and I did that, uh, which was amazing. Like, no complaints. Oh. What's your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite thing to do at Disney? Oh, man. What a question. I don't know. I really like Test Track because they updated the old Test Track. And so you can, first, like, before you get on the ride, you customize the car. And so my mom and I always do that. And then Megan and Dad make theirs. And we've beaten them the last couple of years that we've gone. Sorry, just got to mention that, Megan. That's the only reason she likes it. <laughs> this, this Little sibling rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Test track always seems to be, like, shut down. So we I don't think we got to do a rematch this past trip. But, I don't think so, no. But, it's, you know, I we're doing good. And then my dad wants to put, like, hydro blasters on the car. And that just, like, lowers so, our score. Not having any knowledge of this. What do you, when you say your what what test track is, are you are you what is what is it? I don't know even what it is. So you're oh. you're making a car, but how? And then you're racing yeah, them against each other. Make a car on like the computer, okay. and then get in the ride, which is just like a generic car. Mm-hmm. And I'm not explaining it well, but then you like it goes through a series of tests, tests, yeah, test track. Yeah, and so um, then it, like, shows your score at the end of each test of, like, how your computer-generated car would do. And then at the end, it totals it all up. Is there some science in this, like, engineering? You know, like, depending on how you – do you have an edge because of your engineering background? That's what I'm asking. I don't think so, no. Um, Yeah, there's, like, 
different categories that you can like you like score in like efficiency is one mm -hmm. so when my dad puts like the hydro blasters on there it's like not very good for the environment uh so we get a low score on that every time but he insists on putting it on there every time that's why we lose that's all i'm throwing him under the bus all right under i'm writing down test track no hydro blasters no and uh but then you once you make the car you scan it on like this little card and then you mm -hmm. scan it on your uh the ride car that you ride in and then as you go through these tests you see how your car stacks up against the other people's cars that they've made in the in the ride if that makes okay. sense okay it's, it's really fun yeah well i am i got an email from my sister-in-law with all of the various choices that i need to make by july um, for different things including important things like what color wristband i want um, with the little chip that gets into their hotel room and the whole, I mean, we're doing this like big, like, yeah, I've, and I, yeah. I have been to both Disney world and Disneyland. Um, so Orlando and Anaheim, California, but a long time ago, like when I was a kid, long time ago. So, um, so it's very different and, and there's a lot of new things, but I have been, um, probably spending an inordinate amount of time researching on the internet about Savi's workshop um, to decide whether or not it's worth the $200 to build my own lightsaber. And oh. I've pretty much convinced myself I'm going to do it because yeah. when am I ever going to go back and do this? I, my family is right. not like, you know, one of these, oh, every year we go to Disney. I, like, I probably will not do this again, or at least not for a very long time. And um, so I'm kind of thinking, yeah, I, I should do it. But, you know, I, so I've been learning about there's like four different sets of parts that you can choose from and then of those you're choosing components and so you don't like get the whole set you get the two sleeves that you choose and the end cap that you choose and the emitter that you choose from within the set that you've already chosen so it kind of narrows your choices um, you know progressively I think you can buy some extra pieces and like a little scrap shop or something like that as well but yeah um, so I, I, I yeah I, I think I'm going to have to do it yeah, my my dad, I'm I'm almost positive if we go when we go, who knows when we'll be able to go. But um like if we go back, I bet dad would really want to do that. We walked through they have the that and the droid depot. We walked through the droid depot. That place is cool. And yeah. I can tell that my kind of wanted to do it, but like wanted us to be like, Oh, can we get one? you know, so he can get one because he's like a huge like Star Wars, Disney, yeah. everything nerd. Yeah. So, um but it's it's just cool to walk through that place. I, I think mean, my sister-in-law is definitely planning on the Droid Depot already. So I figure, yeah. and I think you can take like one other person with you, if I'm right, for both of those experiences. So, you know, oh, yeah, she, yeah. I'll I'll take someone from a family who's not getting a lightsaber but just wants to see the process or how they do this, and probably vice versa for the Droid Depot, so you can try to get the most of the experience. But. Yeah, but on the on, I just thought of something on the opposite side. Like this is not Star Wars related, but since he he was in the theater, you know. Oh, okay. So I think you should go. You need to go to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And you need to see. They're called what are they called? They're called the Streetmosphere characters, and they're just like so Hollywood Studios. It's themed like 30s and 40s Hollywood. Oh. And so have these characters that walk around, and they're like named like kind of named after like big film stars from back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just put on like, different shows. It's like a comedy. Act. Yeah. It's really cool. Hmm. There's like a, a window of time that they're out, but they're literally just walking around. Like there's this old, like 
this girl acts like she's a silent film star, so she like won't talk, but she's just gonna she'll just like <laughs> make stuff. And they'll put on they'll be they'll drive in like an old timey car, mm-hmm. and they'll just like. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a co- a little comedy troupe, but it yeah. is so fun. They interact like with the guests and stuff. So I think you would really like that too. That's very you cool. Definitely... But anyway, um, yeah, I um, I'll definitely have to check that out. But I am I am looking f- I am looking forward to it. I was um, thinking we might be going in early January before classes would begin again here for second semester. But I'm told that that is one of the worst times ever to go to Disney because it's super packed. So. My sister-in-law um, advised that we go later in January, which I said, I can probably make work, but it'll be like when school's begun again. Um, and so I'll have to, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll get someone to sub for me for a week so I can go build my own lightsaber. <laughs> like, aren't you too, like, aren't you too old to go there? And we're like, no, you're never too old. You're never too old. That's Disney's thing. Like, they want to make you feel like, a, you know, what are they... All of these companies, you know, they, they say you're always selling 10. In other words, you're you're selling the experience that that person had when they were 10 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that can, person can be 70 now, or that person can be 15, or that person can be 22. And um, you're trying to make them feel like they were, again, when they were 10 years old. So. Yeah. Works works on a. I mean, I am an adult thinking about building my own lightsaber for Pete's sake <laughs> because they have so convincingly sold ten to me. Right. So, uh, very important question. I wonder. Megan probably has better insight to this because she knows me better than Hannah. Um, I'm definitely not a red kyber crystal red lightsaber guy. So the, it really comes down to, of the choices that you have there, from what I understand in my reading, blue or green. Blue is mm. classic, you know, Jedi Guardians, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, Anakin before he goes bad. Um, but then green, like Luke in uh, Return of the Jedi, Yoda, Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I personally would go with green. I don't know. Oh, so with blue. Oh, of course. We're different here. But, no, we're both big fans of Star Wars, so that's – why would you go with uh, blue? Do you say blue? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's classic, and then blue is also my favorite color, so (laughs) – Well, that makes it easy. See, when people ask me my favorite color, I say blue, no green, no green, yeah, blue. You know, I'm between (laughs) blue and green all the time, so so this is not a new debate, but – See, I, I've been researching, like, what do the different colors mean a little bit? And so typically the Jedi Guardians, who are more likely to uh, focus on, like, lightsaber skills and responding to conflicts with, with force, um, they t- that's typically blue. The Jedi Consulars are like, I'm going to try to they're, – they're more on the kind of meditation side of things and work things out peacefully. But if they have to resort to using their lightsaber, they will. Um, and so, like, just knowing my personality, I'm probably more green than I am blue. But we'll see. Yeah. Boy can dream. You could be. If you want to be a, a blue lightsaber, you can be a blue lightsaber, Father Tom. They also offer, I think, red, of course, which, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, it's just, I've, anytime I've played any sort of, like, role-playing game character or anything, like, I can never be a bad guy. Like, it just doesn't. It, I, I can't do it. Like, I actually recently started replaying a game 
that came out many years ago called Knights of the Old Republic, which is a, like a little computer role-playing game thing. And I can never make the dark side choice. I can never do it. So, um, so red is definitely out. I think they also offer purple. Uh, there are yeah. some other colors, but I don't think they're offered in the initial offering. Like I think you can get yellow, which is an actual color for Jedi, Jedi Sentinels, as I learned in my research of this. But um, uh-huh. yeah, or I think maybe a white crystal, which is like um, ah- Ahsoka Tano has after she's left the Jedi Order when she's kind of a, a rogue Jedi in a way. Um, anyhow, way too much time <laughs> looking into this. <laughs> but no, these are excellent. Well, I think the fast passes for sure we were looking at. I just got to figure out what I want those things to be for. Definitely doing Galaxy's Edge. Uh, 90% sure I'll probably build my own lightsaber. Uh, we'll definitely have to test out the test track and Hollywood Studios. So those are all good recommendations. So, yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, so tell me a little bit about. Uh, so the two of you are twins. Hannah's a minute older, and for the last uh, three years of your education, for a span of the year, you've been apart from each other, um, and now all of a sudden, the last three months, you're back under the same roof like you were in high school again. How's that going? Oh, you think it's going all right. Like, I don't know. We get along pretty well, so it's not like there's really any conflict. I don't know. It's kind of nice, too, because, like, sometimes at school I'll see something really funny and I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to tell Megan. But, like, oh, I got to wait to call her. She's not here. Yeah. No, I agree. It's – I, like – that was like the hardest thing I think going to different schools um, with Hannah, like at Bradley and then I'm at Ambrose. It's not exactly like close. Um, And I think it, I really do think it's different with twins um, because I feel, I I mean, I don't know about you. I feel really connected to her. Maybe it's just because we're closer in age. um, But it was the first time we'd ever been, we'd ever lived apart that freshman year, like, yeah. ever uh in 18 years so um that was really hard for me especially because I would be doing these things at school and I'm just like oh I really wish she was here or like I would I would tell her about something I'd be like oh remember when we did this and then I realized it was at school and she wasn't there like I just assume she's always there yeah um so it's been really nice um, I know she's thinking about getting an internship this summer, and I was just like, please don't get an internship because then you won't hang out with me. Like, uh, selfish. But, you know, now you can't this summer. So I guess it's oh. one good thing. Man, it's okay. You can get one next summer. So you're definitely yeah. not sick of each other. That's good. No, I I mean, we fight, but, like, I don't think we, we don't, we always apologize. Yeah. And I think that comes from our parents, too, like, we don't really fight with our parents either. I feel like I always say I feel like I'm in the minority of people that like enjoys going home. You know, some people really dread it. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I do. Yeah. So we're grateful to have two really great parents. If they're listening, we love you. There you go. You? <laughs> yeah. That is sweet. Um, so obvious. Yeah. With twins, there are all of these kind of like stories and things like that where you do you feel like more connected to this person even when you're apart. Have you had any like weird experiences where you just kind of I don't know where you felt that connection, however that works metaphysically, 
Um, or is it more just kind of on an emotional level, just, oh, great, yeah, this is a person I've literally been with from day one, from moment one, um, and so it's hard to be apart. Yeah. Any Maybe. eerie stories? <laughs> Not really. I don't think I can really think of any. Megan, do you have Um, I know we'd say stuff at the same time. Like, oh, yeah. it'll be, like, multiple words in a row or, like, a phrase. And people say that's, like, siblings, but I'm like, I don't really know any siblings that do that. Um. Or, like, I'll know, I kind of, like, can tell what she's going to say or what she's, like, feeling. I don't know if that's just, like, me being perceptive. I know when, like, my, my mom said when we were younger, like, one of us would cry and then the other one would start crying, huh. like, separately. So I do think it's, like, a, a we have a connection, whether it's, like, telepathy. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't wish it but uh, no, we do have like we have come out in the same outfit, yeah, more than once. <laughs> and, yeah, I get really annoyed, and I go go change, and she's like, "No, I kind of want to match today," and I'm like, "You're not changing, so I gotta embrace it, Megan." Yeah, well, I don't want to, not yet, but yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> That's very cool. Um, so what have you been doing lately? What have you been doing past the time now that school's out? And uh, other than looking at possible internships this uh, summer. Yeah. yeah, not a lot. Uh, no, tell, tell us what you've been doing, Hannah, because you're well, pretty busy. I started running the other day per Megan's. Megan made me a training plan, so I've started that. Good and for you. Going, it's only day two, so. Okay. I'll have to come back in like a couple weeks and give an update, but so far it's all right. And then I started summer classes today. Okay. So tell me what classes you're taking. I'm taking physics two, English, and then a computer programming class. So wow. I'll, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For summer. That'll um, keep you busy. Yeah. But she really likes to, you like to sew. So she's been mm-hmm. trying to do that. What yeah. do you sew? And then we, yeah, tell um, me what you're making. I'm trying to make a pair of shorts because it's summer. And like, I don't know what I'm going to make. I have so many like patterns, but I haven't really used any. Yeah. So she's going to make some shorts. Hopefully she'll make something for me. I'm really bad at sewing. So I just mooch off her creation. But um, yeah, we just, I don't know. We've been watching a lot of movies. We finished Sherlock. Okay. Oh my. Good stuff. Yeah, I need to. I need to rewatch it. It's been maybe a year or two. I don't remember whenever the last whenever the last series came out. That's when the last time I'd seen it. So I I could probably stand to watch it end to end uh, yeah. and enjoy it thoroughly again. Yeah. Yeah, that that was so good. I miss watching. I wish there was more. I want more. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, so, it was well so hard when that show. When I was well, when when I was watching it, it was it was at the time it was you know only one episode was coming out at a time, and you'd watch one, and they're they're each longer. You know, it's almost like a small movie. You know, um, hour hour and a half long for an episode, and you know it's easy to kind of chain episodes or you know binge episodes when they're only half an hour long or so. But every time I'd watch one of those episodes of Sherlock, and it was like an hour and a half long, I still wanted more. And I was like, yeah. 
one more, one more, you know, and then three hours have gone by because I watched two episodes of, you know, of Sherlock. Um, but it's so good that you, you want, you do want more. Yeah. yeah I could definitely so kind of watch that. I st- I really have not watched that much interesting lately. I, I had, you know, I had told you I'd finished the Clone Wars, but I kind of went back to the start of it because there's a lot of stuff in the middle I had forgotten about. So I've been kind of very slowly going through that. Um, but not, not a whole lot really other than that. I did um, this uh, this little. I've never been a vi- big video game person. I'm not big into like the. No, not that I didn't. Well, I we I never really grew up with it in my house. It existed, but like the neighbor kid down the street had it, and um, so I and I'm honestly grateful for that. I remember kind of resenting my parents for not letting us having a video game system growing up. Um, when it seemed like all of the other neighborhood kids had that, and I'm really kind of grateful now that they didn't, because it's it's never been an addiction for me in that way. Like, ah, uh, you know, I don't get sucked into it. But there are occasionally games that I have played that I like, or that are less um, they're less focused on like the button pressing skills and more more role playing like games. And so uh, there's a game that came out in the early 2000s called Knights of the Old Republic, set about. 4,000 years before anything in the Star Wars universe that we're familiar with began so a long time ago. But there are Jedi and there are Sith and things like that. And you create a character. And this game is pretty old now. Like, the graphics look pretty bad, and the gameplay's kind of slow. And But it still tells a good story. So I had played it several years ago through and enjoyed it. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll start it up again. And some of the stuff is coming back to me. So it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that uh, mission that you had to go and do. But some of it is like playing through it for the first time again. So so I've been doing a little bit of that, which is probably a really bad idea because it is a time suck. And uh, I'm supposed yeah. to be going back to school myself. I've got reading and stuff like that I have to do for this doctoral program that I decided I would start this summer. And papers do uh, some smaller papers do in June and bigger papers do in August, well, August and September. So I probably better buckle down here. But I am moving on Monday. Too. That's a big thing. I will be moving out of my house and into the apartment on the haunted floor of uh, Ambrose Hall, so they say. Uh, yeah. I'm so. Knock on your door and run away multiple times. Yeah, it'll it'll be great. Let's just <laughs> right, up, right up the stairs from the history department, practically. So. I I will come. I will come visit. It's uh, yeah, it's a nice nice apartment. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, it'll be good just to be and settled in a place again and then be there for a while. So, but yeah, it's all good. Well, very good. We have, um, we have, we've not squandered our time. We've used our time very well, but it goes very quickly. So Hannah, it has been great to have you on our uh, podcast this week and uh, you're welcome anytime. And uh, well, uh, good deal. So good luck with all your summer classes and, and, you know, um, I think Ambrose has an electrical engineering uh, degree. It's <laughs> transfer. Then you, you can just kind of extend this together time. Once to Bradley, so like I don't think I need to transfer again. Three, third time. Okay. That's what they say. Let's go. You, you know, whatever. She'll never come. <laughs> I try. Pretty try. <laughs> this is too small. I'm like we're. The, I mean, we're kind of the same size. Okay, probably but, a little bigger than we are, I'm guessing. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. So, <laughs> I'm working hard on my niece to come here next fall, so we'll see if that can happen. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I will. Um, I think 
it would only be appropriate if the two of you would sign us off simultaneously with our okay. typical sign-off, and uh, that'd be great as twins. May the faith be with you. And with your spirit. Well done. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks, Father Tom. Thanks. Bye-bye.